Brian, how you doing? Hey, Dave. Hi. Yeah, this is Brian, and I'm Dave. And you're listening to Opposing the Matrix. Actually, you're watching Opposing the Matrix if you got the video on. And uh, for those of you who are listening, well, that's okay, because we're not going to be showing any slides or anything today, so uh, you won't miss out on anything. This microphone's crazy, guys. It uh, some days I got to get right on it for it to work, and today it's like I could be halfway across the room and it's it's, it's working. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it needs a reset. Oh, speaking of reset, um, to, you know, a couple of weeks ago or was it last week? I can't remember. We did a show on um, that we talked about uh, the uh, will America be invaded and I got I to gotta tell you folks, and I, I already told Brian this, but, uh, you know, this show was, I, I uploaded to Rumble afterwards. And um, so I was looking the other day, and, and two of the videos had not been uh, monetized yet. And I'm like, what's going on? They're not monetized. Well, I, I you know, I, I'm a researcher, so I kind of looked at stuff. And as I went down the list, every video that had vaccine or COVID on it was taken off monetization and uh, put it on well, I'm, we're not going to get paid for it, but, you know, I really don't care because uh, we do this as a public service anyway. And uh, right. whether we get paid for it or not, who cares? Right, Brian? Right. Um, yeah, we're doing it for him. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we feel that it, if you're informed about things, that it, it'll help you to accept things and you'll help to it'll help you to to not have a shock value when it happens. Uh, you know, you'll know what's coming ahead of time. And uh, that way, when it all comes, um, it shouldn't be that bad. Brian, you were telling me something. You heard some uh, some doctor from and, and folks. We don't want to. First of all, we don't want to be gloom and doom people. And 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 please understand that if you're a believer and you got the shot, that what we say the negative effects of the shot are could never happen. Probably never happen to you. Okay, um, because you're special. Your your DNA has been changed already. It was changed by Yahweh. And yeah. uh, and you're very special in God's eyes. So the chances of something happening to you in uh, in terms of a a bad thing from the uh, the the um, vaccine is probably negligible. Okay. So with that in mind, go ahead, Brian. Thanks, Dave. Sure. <laughs> um, I saw this on an article yesterday. I was surfing the web, and I don't remember yeah, just... where exactly I saw it. But um, you can actually Google it, or what I do is DuckDuckGo. I don't use Google anymore because they right. filter everything, right? Yep. So um, it's a virologist, number of, the number of leading virologists in, in the world, I guess. And supposedly he did an interview. In his interview, he put out some information. Now, it's being, um, it's being debunked by a lot of news networks. It's being just, you know, saying, no, this isn't right. It's taken out of context. So I, I'm not going to say this is 100% because I, I did some research on it and I found both ways where some website says, yes, this is real, and some said it's not. So I'm just saying that So because uh, I can't say it's 100%. It could be mm -hmm. that everyone that's got the shot of the vaccine within two years is going to start dying. Huh. That's what he said. And the wow. article, they're going to start dying and 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 – he recommended that the government figure out a way to incinerate the body so they won't stack up. Yeah. Wow. 
So is that true? I don't know. And like Dave yeah. said, if you're a believer, and you know, you mentioned that last week too, when we get saved, we're a new cre- creation in Christ. And I, a lot of our folks out there know this, but some may not, that literally when you get saved, you're literally changed on the inside. Right. Out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some people have a, a transformation instantly and they have this Holy Spirit moment. And, and that's great. Some don't. They don't feel any different, but they are. They right. are. You're, literally, your DNA has changed. You're, uh, you're, you're, you're more heavenly and you are earthly. Mm-hmm. And that's why deep inside, even in the midst of sin or backsliding, you feel this pulling to always go toward God. Right. That's the Holy Spirit. Because that's your that's because inside you've been regenerated and nude and the Holy Spirit's trying to bring that out in your physical life, everyday life. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't get taught a lot anymore, but I just it, just backing what you said, Dave, don't don't let the information we give you scare you, especially if you're a believer. Right. Um, and if you're not a believer, then let it scare you into getting saved, asking right. Yeshua into your heart. Uh, I, it's you know somebody says you want fire prote- ultimate fire protection, get saved. Yeah. You know because hell is real just as much as heaven is. So, right. but yeah, and is that true about this? I don't know. There's a lot of information flying out there going around, and. I do know I have friends and coworkers that have gotten sick from the vaccine within just a day or two. There's this. Uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just actually several um, where I work. There's probably 40 or 50 people where I work, and I know at least seven to ten of them that has gotten the shots that have gotten sick. Uh-huh. Some of my coworkers have missed work like for a week, you know, like the flu symptoms and all that aches and pains in their joints. But I know of a woman, her daughter got it and lost her baby. Oh, sad. And I think I mentioned this a week or two ago. So um, if you haven't got the shot, good. If you got the shot and you're a believer, just ask the Lord to continue to protect you. And, yeah. and, and, and if you have a lifestyle that's not healthy, that's not going to help. You mm-hmm. know, so change your lifestyle. But also God can protect you without the change of lifestyle. But he wants us to take care of our bodies. They're the right. temple of the Holy Spirit. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, anyway, Dave, that's. Well, yeah, and I, I totally agree. And, and it's good advice. It really is. And, um, yeah, the healthy part, stay, getting yeah. healthy mm-hmm. and staying healthy is real important. Um, but, uh, you know, we were, we were talking about, um, well, we were talking about the vaccine and we're going to talk about the uh, the invasion from the inside. But, before we get there, um, yeah, I did a show the other day, as a matter of fact, and it talked about four out of five pregnant women that they spontaneously abort after they receive the vaccine, if they're pregnant when they receive the vaccine. Uh, they don't know if there's anything that happens, you know, if, um, uh, you know, if it destroys the, um, the embryo, or not the embryos, but the eggs and the, uh, and the ovaries and stuff like that. Um, that remains to be seen. Uh, turning a woman infertile or turning a man infertile for that much, that matter. But um, that would make sense, you know, because you just don't just don't want to get rid of the people that, you know, the people that are living right now, you want to take away the chance of those people reproducing and, and creating more. I think they refer to them as useless eaters, you know, yeah. they refer to us as useless eaters. Um, I don't know. I think I, I do a pretty good job when I go to eat. It's uh 
I don't see it as being useless. I see it being quite, quite uh, energetic. <laughs> and uh, anyway, but uh, it's interesting because, you know, Brian and I talked about doing a show uh, last week. Uh, to kind of uh, as a adjunct to the show that we had last week to talk about an evasion from the outside. And uh, Brian, did I talk about all of our, yeah, I did all of our shows being demonetized. Okay. Yeah, you did. And that, that was one of them. Uh, and I even changed it from China to foreign, foreign power and it still didn't work. But um, anyway, uh, so, you know, during the revolutionary war there, there wasn't just patriots in this country. There's people called, called Tories, and they were sympathetic towards England. And they did a lot of harm, actually. They, they informed on, the, on the, uh, the, the founding fathers. They, uh, they would let the British know when there was troops that were heading their way. Um, it wasn't all one-sided versus the other side thing. There were, and, and the best example, that's Benedict Arnold, who uh, turned traitor after the war. And he was found out and uh, they gave him leniency and he went to England and he died a very uh, obscure life. Uh, nobody knew who he was when he died over in England. So, you know, that's, that's, that's a traitor's do. Um, but uh, it's there are people like Benedict Arnold in this country who are actually on the side of the Chinese. And yes, they're, they're not all lower echelon people, too. Most of them. Uh, uh, most of the Democrats, as much as I hate to say that, uh, the liberals and, and the ultra liberals are uh, on the side of China. Uh, you can tell, especially with the squad, you can tell by their just by their doctrine, they're on the side of China because they're promoting communism, you know. And then uh, you have the um, the people, other people in Congress that are are blatantly on the side of China. We know that Joe Biden is. And hence, Kamala Harris probably is, too, because, you know, the birds of a feather flock together, so to speak. Um, and we have people in cabinet positions that are, um, I don't know, this article that we're going to refer to in a little while seems to suggest that even people in the Pentagon are, which I could see. But what kills me is, you know, just like the um, just like uh, the homosexuals that are for um, Muslims. They don't realize that once the, if the Muslims ever take over, that they're going to be number one on the target list. The homosexuals are because Muslim, Muslim Islam does not foster that or accept that kind of lifestyle. And so they're actually, you know, they're watering the plant that has the noose around it, just waiting for the plant to get big enough to hang them, the <laughs> uh, tree. And um, and these people that are on the side of China don't realize that the Chinese, yes, we'll use you for a little while and you may prosper for a little while, but in the end, your end is going to be very, very um, untasteful. Um, the Chinese have a special way of uh, killing their enemies and, and they're communists and they see those people as being useful idiots, which they are, as a matter of fact. But um, anyway, so, you know, last week we had talked about soldiers being up in British Columbia and Brian had read some very compelling uh, news reports that kind of confirmed that. And also that there was uh, there's there's uh, troops down in Mexico, too, which doesn't surprise me. It really doesn't. Uh, Mexico has never been on the same side as we have been. And uh, I think in World War One, they were on the side with the, uh, the Germans. And I think in World War Two, they although they were neutral, they let the Germans in there, um, not not in an army sort of way, but, you know, to use their 
their ports and stuff like that. So uh, Mexico should never be trusted. <laughs> um, not not saying Mexicans, okay, but the government of Mexico. There are a lot of good Mexican people. Some vast amount of Mexican people are good people. Um, so anyway, uh, so we explored that side of it, the outside of the uh, attack. Now tonight we're going to talk about the inside. So uh, we have noticed that, like I said, there are people like uh, Occasional Cortex. I love what Michael Savage calls her that. And uh, you got Biden and uh, Pelosi, who are obviously have an un-American uh, agenda. And they're, uh, you, t- you just put the letter D behind their name, and basically you can find something that shows that they're, they're anti-American. Very few Democrats are pro-American. Um, now, I'm, not, I'm talking about the politicians, not the everyday Tom, Dick, and Harry. And I put, should put Sally and Joanne in there or something else. <laughs> I don't offend anybody, but, um, you know, it's basically uh, Democrats and liberals tend to, they, they tend to act emotionally upon what they hear, not necessarily logically. And um, yeah. that being said, you know, the running on their emotions, it's um, it's kind of dangerous to run in your emotions. It really is. Really dangerous. And, yeah, really dangerous. Matter of fact, um, you know, I, I constantly hear, trust your heart, trust your heart. Well, don't trust your heart because scripture says that the heart is just deceitfully wicked. And, <laughs> you know, and it's it causes a whole bunch of problems in your life if you trust your heart. Uh, no, trust your logic. Um, trust your heart if you're a believer and God has given you a new heart uh, because that negates a lot of the things that the old heart had. But um, it's important to um, to use your uh, use your discernment, basically, uh, when it comes to uh, trusting things. Brian, do you want to take over? Do you have a, a plan here? <laughs> well... Not much of a plan. Just um, on this subject, I didn't do a lot of studying tonight for it because I follow it every day. But basically, Biden and his son are connected to China financially. It's all about money. It's all about power, bottom line. Their agenda is that America is not first, America is last. America is going to be, uh, they're trying to downgrade America as a superpower. They're trying to bring us on a level playing field with the rest of the nations. And why in the world would you think in your mind would they do that? Because they're globalists. They're not Mm -hmm. just Democrat liberals. They're globalist Democrat liberals. It's not that they... Remember the old days when liberals was like anti-abortion? Yeah. And they were for a gay movement. Mm-hmm. Now they're like, um, they're for defunding the police. They're for defunding the government and the military. If John Kennedy was alive today, he would never even make it through the first primary. Yeah. He, he He'd be an ultra conservative. <laughs> yeah, he would never make it. They would, yeah. they would kick him out of the Democrat Party. Yeah. Um, that's how far left. I, I can't even, the word left doesn't even justify how far they are to that side. They are, they are so far to that side that they, they can't see 
daylight. And, and you're on the other side of the world. They're 180 yeah. degrees polar opposite. Yeah, they might as well be on Mars, and we're on Earth, yeah. and you're dealing with stuff on Mars. We're dealing with stuff on Earth. I mean, that's how far apart we are. Exactly. And they, Nancy Pelosi, Biden, his son, uh, Kamala Harris, all these Democrats, these liberals, they're, they're not even Democrats. That's an insult to actual Democrat. Yeah. They're leftists, communist, socialist leftists. That's who they are. A Democrat mm -hmm. is too conservative for them. So right. they they are destroying. It's a, it's a two-prong attack, folks. They are in cahoots with China. And all all these huge companies, Google, Walmart, Starbucks, you know, Target, mm -hmm. all of them are all invested in the China. And they don't they know darn well that in China that they're using slave labor to make our iPhones. Our iPhones are made with 10 year old labor. Yeah, there's kids making our iPhones and adults mm -hmm. making two or three dollars a day, if that. And under horrible conditions and. But yet, us in America, we're going on our busy way and we're doing all our stuff. And yeah, yeah, we hear about this stuff. And we all have iPhones. I get it. I get it. But mm -hmm. the fact is, we are being boiled in water alive as a nation. And we, most people, except our audience and other audiences, do not realize what's really happening. Right. And we're going to wake up one day. And we're going to hear tanks rolling down our streets telling us to stay in our homes. I'm not making that up. Yeah, you're right. I'm not making this up. I mean, five years ago, if you would have said what I just said, I thought you're crazy. I know things yeah. are getting, but we are so close to the time of Yeshua returning. And I was reading about that tonight because it goes along with what's going on. Matthew 24, the disciples, when are you going to set up the kingdom? When, when, when are you going to make it all right? When are you going to fix the earth is what they were asking. When are you going mm -hmm. to restore Israel, get rid of evil, and get rid of sin? That's what they were asking him. And he said, well, it's Matthew 24. You know, there'll be wars. There'll be rumors of wars. There'll be pestilence. There'll be earthquakes in various places. But that is not yet the end. And then it goes in, and then it goes in to those verses about the depravity of men. Um, a neighbor will turn in his other neighbor. You know, a, a, a son will be against the father. You mean uh, um, they'll turn him in for not wearing a mask or no, into a store and stuff like that? Gee, that sounds familiar. The COVID is a precursor to that, 100%. Right. And it's, exactly. that's what's happening. And we're the people that are believing the COVID are going to probably be the same people that are going to believe the lie of the Antichrist unless God saves them. Right. Um, because they believe in a worldview. And the worldview is the right view. The government will take care of you. But what they don't understand is, and, the, and, and this goes for the liberals and that are listening, watching this, and, and for the Democrats who think, do you think for one moment, if China comes in America and it takes over sometime in the future, do you think for one minute that the Chinese government is not going to get rid of some of these Democrats? That are oh, of course they will. They're going to yeah. line them up and shoot them. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna line them up and just scrape them because they don't need them anymore. China's using them, but they're so full of arrogance and power and money. In their mind, they don't really think that's gonna happen because mm -hmm. America's too powerful. But they don't realize you start taking guns away from the people, you weaken America, right? Right. You yeah. start saying you can't say this or say that <clears throat> in free speech, 
you on the, I'm talking about America on the inside, because that's what we're talking about tonight. Right. You start taking down the core values of this country, what it's built on, you weaken it. This started uh, a long time ago. This started when um, they took prayer out of the schools. I don't remember when that happened, Dave. Do you remember when that happened? Was that the 60s? Uh, that was the early 60s, yeah. They took, that, mm -hmm. was, that was one of the first things they did. You take, they took prayer out of the school, and they took the Bible out of the school. A lot of schools back then had Bibles in their classrooms. Yeah, that's right. Okay, in the public schools. Mm -hmm. And so the next thing they did, they made abortion legal. Then they made it where you can't pray on campus. That was just recently, in the last few years. You mm -hmm. can't, now you can't have a Bible study on campus. Now you can't even, you can't even bring a Bible into school. Right. And so it says in, let me think, Psalms two or three, and it says that the nations devise an evil plan against God. And they say against his heart, anointed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, against his anointed. And they say in their heart, we're going to break our chains. We're going to break free of God. And we're basically going to do what we want to do. Forget you. And they flip God off is what they're in that right. verse. Mm -hmm. And so, but it says in that same passage that God sits in heaven and he mocks them and he laughs at them saying, yeah. I will put my son in charge. I'm paraphrasing here. Mm -hmm. Basically, God says, are you kidding me? I'm going to do what I want to do. So what's happening right now, you have, this isn't just, this isn't just a fight against the uh, conservatives. This isn't just the Democrats against the Republicans, the blue states, the red states. What's going on here, this is a fight against God himself. Mm -hmm. This is the fight from the liberal side and the Democrats who believe this. They are shaking their fists at God. Everything that God is for, he's for the sanctity of life. They're not. They're for prayer. They're not. God says there's certain behaviors in the Bible that are sinful. They're not to them. Doesn't mean we don't love those people. I'm not, that's not the point. I'm going by what the scripture says. Right. And when you deviate from the scripture, a nation will die. And so our nation is dying a slow death. Yeah. And, and you know what, folks, I, I hate to say, I don't make, it's just a fact uh, in my mind. This is a lot of our own fault, mm -hmm. not just maybe all you know, us, me and Dave or all of us listening right now. But as a whole, America's allowed this to happen to itself. America is right. the one that voted some of these people in. Mm -hmm. These liberals that have changed our laws and, ch and changed our history, pulling down our statues. We did that. As a, as a nation, right? Our, we, we used the democratic system that God gave us to basically we shot our, we put a gun to our head and we mm -hmm. pulled the trigger, uh, politically speaking. But what happens politically also happens spiritually. Right. So when you take prayer out of school, you take the Bible out of school, you take, you start, uh, don't you, you can't even call a girl a girl, a boy a boy. You can't, you, you, the transgender where I work, I'm building transgender restrooms in the high schools right. as I speak. I haven't mentioned that, but where I work, I'm building a trans, my, my other coworker is building a transgender dressing room in the high schools. Huh. And, and I'm like, I just, with the times we live, but my point is when a nation on the inside decides they don't want anything to do with the Lord, then the Lord gives them over to, to what they want. 
Mm-hmm. It, you know, I'll tell you a perfect example, Dave, and it's in the scriptures, is Israel wanted a king. They were ruled by the prophets, but they wanted a king because they wanted to be like the rest of the world. Remember, you know the story. Mm-hmm. So they so Saul. David was supposed to be the king, but they got Saul. He was he was handsome. He was very tall, and he was, looked like the right choice, but he wasn't. And because God gave them what they wanted, but not what God wanted, they had right. nothing but trouble. Mm-hmm. Israel had nothing but sin, nothing but trouble. They were always in wars. They were always being defeated. They were always just being oppressed. And that's what happens when you don't get in your life what God wants you to have. That goes for everybody. So you have Biden, you have his son. God allowed him to be in there. I know the election was fixed. It's obvious. But they're in there, and God is allowing them to be used to tear down America yeah. from the inside. China's doing it from the outside and they're both working together. There's mm-hmm. there's no mistake that Biden has billions of dollars invested in China and who knows what's going on right now that we will find out years from now, if we're still here, right. uh, what really happened during his administration with China. So um, they are there, folks, we've talked about this in the past. I know Dave has in his earlier shows that there are concentration camps in America. Yeah. There, I, I heard somebody talk about them on a talk show, pretty famous show, that said they're in China. And I'm like, they're not just in China. They're here. Uh-huh. They're all over the place. And why would they do that? Because a time is coming when we're going to surrender our sovereignty. The people are going to say to the government, do whatever you got to do. We want to be safe. We're either going to be invaded by China and taken over, or we're just going to implode. But one way or the other, unless we repent and turn toward God, this mm-hmm. nation is going going down a hard road. It breaks my heart because we just had the 4th of July yesterday. And even even since yesterday, I've heard on the news, you can help me out here, Dave. I, I just heard a little on the way home. Um, who was it? Was it Kamala Harris or some politicians said that the 4th of July is a white man's holiday. Yeah. And yeah. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And you know how many African Americans and Asians and different uh, ethnic groups have, have fought for our country that are in the armed services right now. Yeah. What an mm-hmm. insult to them. They're probably thinking, well, what are you, who are you talking about? I'm over here dodging bullets and you're telling me that what? Yeah. And so yeah. all this stuff that's going on, all this rhetoric that these politicians are doing, they know exactly what they're saying. Most of it, almost almost all of it is lies. Mm-hmm. And they know it's a lie, but they say it because the people, you say it enough to the people, they believe it. Yeah. And you get enough people believing it, then you can change how the country is run. Yeah. And so, um, China is involved, I believe, in our government, in Biden's administration. I know he has some, I've read some top officials in his cabinet that are from China. Mm -hmm. And you can look that up yourself. So we have communist influence in our current administration. And their goal is not to make America great again, like Trump wants to do. Theirs is to make America disappear yeah. Did did you ahead, see um, he had during his inauguration, Biden 
there was actually a, a guy that uh, was from the CCP, Chinese Communist Party, standing yeah. behind him, directly behind him. That's right. And yeah. staring at him like, you better not make a mistake, you know, or he was there to step in or have somebody else step in if Biden made a mistake. So, yeah, for those people that think that it isn't close, man, it's not even knocking at the door. The door is open and it's ready to come in, yeah. you know, and um, yeah, there's a dog barking on the other end. But, you know, dogs can be just subdued. And uh, all you got to do is throw a dog a piece of meat and those dogs, you know, will just go scattering for the meat and you can walk in and do whatever you want to do or you just kill the dog, you know, right. <laughs> um, and that's what they'll do. The dog I, I, I equate with the military. You know, the American military, military is ready to do anything that, you know, they need to do. But at the same time, uh, if there's somebody that will entice them enough or God forbid, or, um, you know, just uh, lead them on long enough to lead them like a lamb to the slaughter. You know, that's mm -hmm. that's what's in store, you know, and uh, believe me, the military can be corrupted. The military was always corrupt in the Roman Empire. <laughs> oh yeah, it was corrupted many times. You know, one one general would say, oh, "I want to be Caesar, let's do this," and then pretty soon the the Caesar that was in the uh you know on the throne would be yeah. assassinated in one way or another, and then a the new Caesar. And that's what's going to happen here in this country. You know, it's going to be. You look at the read the book, the fall of the Roman Empire. Boy, I'll tell you, you just it's it's like a playbook for what's going to happen in this country. And I think it's the rise and the fall of the Roman Empire. Uh, read the last half. Um, and it's amazing. And, you know, you look at all these other places like where the Russians were in um, during the Cold War, you know, and they went into Hungary. Yeah, they had a Hungarian guy running the thing, but the guy was an ardent communist, you know, and, and he enslaved the rest of his people. And uh, let's see. And the, but the Hungarians fought back and a lot of them had to escape and they came to this country. They're really good people. Um, the checks, another another deal with that, you know, and uh, it's just, man, how many how many historical accounts do you have to have of how communists act in order to see what communists are and and realize that it's never going to be for our own good, <clears throat> never ever ever. They come in, uh, they remind me of Satan. Um, was that Satan uh, roams the earth seeking who he will? destroy and then there's another one satan satan comes to keep steal kill and destroy yeah and that's the com that's communism steal kill and destroy and um and we know that there's a power above them that's guiding them you know uh there are many demonic hordes well there are demonic hordes above this a lot of the political parties in this country too but um there are specifically in the, in the chinese party because they have no problem with killing people remember tiananmen square we we heard we didn't hear very much of what happened at Tiananmen Square, but there was a massacre after that mm -hmm. when the press was gone because the press was there to kind of champion the rebels. But when mm -hmm. the press left, they those people were all killed or jailed mm -hmm. and everything else, you know. And uh, and the press in this in our current time is with the communists, you know. They're they're uh, pro communists and they're they're mm -hmm. um, I should say leftist or, or something like that because communists. Saying that a person's communist doesn't affect people like it did back when we were young. Yeah. You know, if you called somebody a communist back then, it was like calling them Satan. Nowadays, it's like, well, okay, so they're communist, big deal, you know. But right. uh, there's got to be a word that's better than that. Progressive's not a good word either, for that matter. Leftist. Demonic. Uh, huh? Demonic. 
Yeah, Demoniacs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. a good name. Um, but it's just, and you know, you talked about them going against God's laws, but God set up laws in nature. Uh, I'm talking about people that are debased. And yeah. for instance, if, if homosexuality is, is a natural thing, then the human race would have died off a long time ago because guys would have gotten with guys and girls with girls and uh, nobody would have procreated. There would never, there wouldn't be a human race right now. As a matter of fact, it goes against nature. Um, a lot of things that the world's into goes against murder. The murder's rampant in the world these days. If everybody murdered, there'd be no people, you know? Um, so God set up those laws. He set up the laws of nature to mimic his own laws. Mm-hmm. And when you violate one, you're violating the other, really. You know, it's one way to look at it. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, you hit the nail on the head with Biden, you know. And, and it's not just the Chinese. It's the Russians, too, that I think are a yeah, threat. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, we talked about that last week. I think that um, what's going to happen is China is going to attack both the United States and Russia. And, uh, and that we're both going to maybe go down. But who knows? Maybe it's not the right time now. Maybe maybe something will happen to put a stop to that for for the foreseeable future. Yeah. And that's what we need to be praying about, actually. Uh, but no, we need to pray that God's will be done, actually. So we don't want to um, pray something yeah. against what He does. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry to interrupt. But if you're done. No, I'm not. I'm done. Go ahead. Um. I in my mind, and I could be wrong. When when believers are removed from the earth in the rapture, either pre-trip, post-trip, there's a huge influence that's gone that's for the good. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of believers that are in high, powerful places in all the countries around the world, including mostly in ours, but all the countries. And in our local governments, there's police officers, there's firefighters. There's... I'll be back in a minute, Brian. All right. Go ahead. So... Um, Saying that is, in my mind, things are getting getting worse. But until the rapture happens, there's a check and balance with believers being on on the earth that are holding back evil from just completely going berserk. So it says in the scriptures that when the restrainer is removed, the lawless one, the Antichrist, will be revealed. So it tells you in that scripture, the Antichrist can't come on the scene until the restrainer is removed. Who's the restrainer? The Holy Spirit. Well, how is the Holy Spirit on the, on the earth? He's living in us. He's everywhere, but he uses us. God uses us through the Holy Spirit to get his work done. So when we're gone, then the, um, the lawless one or the Antichrist will come on the scene, and then things will just take off exponentially because there'll be the check and balance of good and evil, good's going to be gone for a short time. And when the tribulation takes off, it's going to be horrible. But until then, we are still on this earth, and we're still here. There's still hope for America. I want to just make it clear that, yeah, I I know the end is close. I know that Jesus is about to return, but until we're gone, it's not over. And we can, God can slow things down. He actually did that. when Trump became president, um, up until he became president, 
you know, we had we had Obama. We had Bush one, Bush two. We had Clinton, you know, and then we had Obama for eight years. And then, and I'm thinking, well, Mitt Romney was going to get in, but you know how he is. He's he must have just put a D next to his name. Yeah. And so Trump slowed it down. He slowed the end time events in our country and in the world down. He calmed everything down. There wasn't, did you notice when Trump got in there, Dave, that the terrorist attacks kind of slowed down. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And this was before COVID. Mm -hmm. He went in Afghanistan. He dropped that mother of all bombs. And after that, you didn't hear a lot of terrorists terrorizing. They were out there, but they were were afraid of Trump because he was going after him. Mm -hmm. And so that can happen again. I'm telling the folks here, Dave, that until we're out of here, believers, until we're gone off the earth, there's still hope for America and for the world as long as we're still here. Yeah. Because the Holy Spirit lives in us and we're, the Holy Spirit uses us and uses um, all of us in different ways. Mm-hmm. So there is hope. If, if, if God wants to slow it down and keep China from coming in, then he'll put something like Trump or DeSantis in the office. Because right. they're not going to let that happen. Mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, DeSantis in Florida is not going to let that happen, right. and uh, and and so is Trump. And there's others that are like like those men. So if Trump can get back in there, if it's 2024, then it's 2024. If we're still here, you mm-hmm. know, and a lot's going to happen in the next what three and a half years. So I'm just telling the folks, and is that there's still hope for America, and there's still hope for our families. Oh sure. Because we're still alive, and mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is still here. The rapture has not happened, and so the influence of us and the Holy Spirit are holding things back. Right. And and it says I mentioned when the restrainer is removed, the lawless one will be revealed. Mm-hmm. The restrainer is the Holy Spirit. He's everywhere, but he's also in us. So that hasn't happened. So there's still there's still hope. And right. if there's still hope and there's still time, then our loved ones need to know the Lord and mm-hmm. our families and in this country. There's a lot of good people here. And um, there's never been a country like this in the history of the world ever. That's right. And, and there never will. Well, there will be after the during the millennium, the whole mm-hmm. world will be. But in our current time, the timeline in our history this has been the greatest country it's ever been since the beginning of time, since Adam. So why did God raise us up? I, I think many reasons he raised America up. I think a big one is that we are a protector of Israel. Mm-hmm. We, we helped Israel become a nation through the UN and in 1948. We are its ally. We give weapons to it. We help protect it. Democrat and Republican, but now the administrations are going like the Biden administration. I can't remember. Is it 75 Democrats want to vote not to fund Israel's military anymore? Build up. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I mean, it's those who those who curse Israel, God will curse. Those who try to divide God's land, God will divide. Mm -hmm. So for four years, we basically had a, a lull. And in, a lot of stuff was happening in end times prophecy, but as far as the world like going to a powder keg, it was kind of put on hold with Trump. Right. He held it back. 
and uh, we were about to get into it with North Korea. I mean, can you imagine, guys, if Hillary would have got in there four or five years ago? We <laughs> we would have been we would have been fighting North Korea five years ago. We would have been or surrendering to him. So yeah. God literally used Trump as as this man in this time to slow things down because it wasn't time. Can you do that again? Yes, he can do that again. So I want to say this because I'm thinking, I, I know in my heart the Lord's coming back in our generation. But until then, we live in America, and this is an awesome country. I'm proud of our flag. I'm proud of our soldiers and our firemen and all the people mm-hmm. that take care of us. And I'm, I'm proud to be an American. But I'm, I'm more proud that I know the Lord and I'm a save, uh, my Savior, and then I'm a saint of the Most High God. And yep. that's who I really am. And we live in America, and we need to pray as godly people that God gives us more time in America to hold things back, to thwart the plans of Biden and his administration. They're going to try to make the vaccines mandatory. I know that's common. Yeah. They're going to, another pandemic is coming. It's called the variant pandemic. And that's where they're going to go after the unvaccinated, and they're going to blame it on us. Right. And they're going to start, yeah. you'll have to get vaccinated, lose your job, or they'll come in and make you get vaccinated. I mean, mm-hmm. that's where it's going. But we can stop it by praying for our leaders that are godly, the leaders, not just men and women that know the Lord, but men and women that are good men and women that maybe not know the Lord, but they're good people, they have good mm-hmm. values. We need to bring those people into office. And um, Americans can still have a few good years left. Right. But there is a time coming where the Lord is going to come back, and it's all going to be set up for the millennial kingdom and America will be changed. Will it be still called America? I have no idea. I've had that question asked. Will America still be America in the millennium? It does say there's nations and tribes and tongues in heaven. Mm -hmm. Uh, Revelation chapter four and chapter five, it talks about nations before God's throne. There's a multitude, every tribe, every tongue, every nation. So there's tribes, tongues, and nations in heaven. There's on earth. Uh It says in the scriptures that, the earth and the things of earth is a shadow of the things in heaven. So you right. cast a shadow. If I cast a shadow like I hear I'm on behind me, you can't see it. I can see my arm as a shadow, but it's not really me, but it represents who I am. Mm-hmm. That, that's we're a shadow of what's in heaven. And right. um, that heaven that we talk about so often is our hope tonight. Because... Yeah. Everything we see around us, it says in the scriptures, is temporary. Mm-hmm. And it says everything we don't see is eternal. Right. It says the seen is temporary and the unseen is eternal. So don't raise, you know, you got to go to work. You got to raise your families. You have relationships. You go to church. You do this and do that. Have fun. Enjoy the things of earth. I get it. But in the back of your mind, always remember, this is not where you're going to end up. This is not the place. And America is being attacked from within and from without. And it's not just China. Europe is attacking us, too. That's why Trump had to put tariffs on them. They mm-hmm. were taking us to the cleaners in the bank with trade. And NATO. Yeah. Uh, NATO. And we were paying for all their protection since World War II. And they were, I mean, we were paying for like 95% of the bill. 
Mm-hmm. And Trump gets in the office and he's a businessman. He's going, what the world are you guys? What? <laughs> he's probably mm-hmm. dumbfounded. He even mentioned it many, many times. It was ridiculous. Right. And, and he did something your other president said. If you're not going to pay, we're not going to give you money. Yeah. And there's a big uproar. And <clears throat> so, um, you know, but they all ponied up. <laughs> they all ponied up, but now they're not. Now they're back with Biden. Biden says we're back as a nation. I'm like, oh my gosh. But Biden is put in there by God mm-hmm. right now. And things can change in a moment in this country where all of a sudden Biden's not in there, Trump is in there. Is that going to happen? I don't know. But I do know that God is in control of the United States of America. Right. And there are believers that live here that he loves and is going to take care of. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, yes, we, we do help Israel. And that's one reason, a big reason. But I think another reason is that because the United States has basically become a storehouse for the for the lost 10 tribes of Israel. Yeah. Um, and I think that what happens, my, this is my theory, but it is backed by scripture, is that a lot of the people that come to the Lord and get saved are actually somehow actually have some connection to the lost 10 tribes genetically because scripture says all of Israel will be saved. Well, we don't know who all of Israel is, but the United States has been very proactive. Actually, the people in the United States have been very proactive bringing the gospel to a lot of people that come here. Well, up until recently anyway. Mm -hmm. And, um, so if if people and, and you know talk about Europe, but you know some of the House of Israel went to went to the Far East, some of the House of Israel went down to Africa. There's some tribes in Africa that claim heritage with uh, Manasseh, I think it is. I think they're called the Manasseh. And uh, <clears throat> so anyway, that having been said, um, being that this is a storehouse for the the house of the lost ten tribes of Israel is another reason why and. And I think that also that um, if you look at, well, if you look at Deuteronomy, um, there's two places in Deuteronomy. One, one says um, it's a whole chapter and it gives blesses and curses. If you do this, you'll be blessed. If you do this, you'll be cursed. You know, talking to Israel. But again, if we're the storehouse for the lost houses of Israel, it's, it applies to us too, right? And in that being the case, um, that scripture would, would would apply to the United States, <clears throat> being a storehouse for that those people, and you know you are one of them. I'm one of them. You know, because um, Israel does include Judah and Benjamin and and Levi. <clears throat> but um, so being a storehouse, the the, the house of Israel. Um, now I'm not getting into British Israelism. I'm not saying you know that we are Israel. It's just that we we're a storehouse. <clears throat> But anyway, so that one scripture says that there's blessings and curses. And it's almost as if before before Trump, we saw the curses. You know, we had present leaders over us that were wicked. And if you think the Bushes weren't wicked, you need to read more about them. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, but everybody from Clinton and up, basically, and maybe yeah. even farther back, were wicked. And... Uh, and so our society was turning wicked, too. We were turning um, in the last 20 years, 20, 30 years. Um, homosexuality used to be ridiculed, but accepted. Now it's accepted. Now it's it's fostered here. Um, the same thing with uh, same-sex, I mean, uh, excuse me, 
um, not being, not getting married before marriage, uh, before, you know, cohabitating without being married, um, which God sees as a problem. Uh, and his followers should too. Uh, abortion uh, really was ramping up again. You know, it's, it's been on a slow roll of uphill, but um, it was getting pretty bad before Trump got in. So we got to see what the curses were. And then Trump came in and really straightened a lot of things up. And we got to see what the blessings could be. So now we're stuck with these two things. Do you want what was before Trump or do you want what was with Trump? Now, if you're a liberal, you're going to want what was before Trump. <laughs> Because people have gotten used to that. But a lot of people that I know anyway, um, really loved it when Trump was in because it seemed like we were getting back on an even keel. The seas were starting to calm out. And, you know, and and, uh, and Trump was cleaning up the polluted ocean, if that makes any sense. But it uh, promised to do a lot more. And uh, so now we're now we got Biden in office. We got evil again. And so the other scripture in Deuteronomy says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, uh, will look up, humble themselves, um, repent of their sins and call upon me, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. So being that a lot of us are the house of Israel, um, we need to be doing that. Uh, The heathen aren't going to do that, of course, you know, but for our sakes, We should be doing that. And for the sakes of those that are still going to come to faith in Yeshua, we need to be doing that. And until we do that, I think I think Trump's going to be out of the picture. Or anybody like Trump is going to be out of the picture. Because the Lord says, you know, I've, I've shown you what bad is. And I gave you good. And nobody really repented. Nobody said, hey, this is good, Lord. We were sorry for the way we were. Instead, it was like we're getting what we deserve with Trump. You know, we deserve to be to be free. We deserve to have this. We deserve to have that. And that's not a humble attitude. <laughs> and uh, and everybody everybody did that, as far as I know. Um, so then, you know, Lord's like, okay, well, I gave you this, and you were repentant. You know, you didn't see the other ways that you were, and you didn't say, hey, I'm sorry, I want this. You know, you just said, I deserve this. And it's like, okay, well, you totally blew your chance to get any kind of blessing that you were going to have. So now we're back with the Bidens and, and God knows who else, you know, after that. Um, if people were to start to repent, I have no doubt that Trump would come back. But he's not going to let Trump come back as long as we're sitting there with this prideful attitude where they, we deserve things. I We were sitting at a, a church one time, and Barbara and I, and... Um, they were having, it was a Wednesday night and they were having this, they used to call them rap sessions and I don't like that <laughs> anyway. Uh, so we sat, sat at a table alone and, you know, we were, because we wanted to be alone, you know. And so this church woman comes over and she says, why don't you come sit with us? And I said, no, we're, we're comfortable where we are. Oh, but you should come sit with us. And I said, really, we're comfortable. So she decides to come sit with us. So she got, and the topic of the evening is what do you deserve? And she so she goes, so what do you think we deserve? And I says, well, as if you go look at it biblically, we all deserve to die and go to hell. I said, but, you know, God, God was gracious and he saved us. So, you know, even though we still deserve to die and go to hell, yeah. God gave us a way out, you know. Yeah. And she was flabbergasted. She just looked at me like I was a horrible person. You know, like that shouldn't have been said in a church hall or something, whatever. That's scriptural. That's scripture. Yeah, and she got up. Well, yeah, but how many churches follow scripture, right? None. Or 
<laughs> so she got up and left and you know it was kind of twofold i got to tell her the truth and yeah. it got rid of her <laughs> so anyway uh yeah so that's even even in the church it's an attitude we deserve this we deserve that no we don't deserve anything it's grace grace is not deserved grace is you deserve something else and they've given you this you know grace is like when your dad comes home and you You've been, you know, you're a kid and you were bad and you deserve to get a spanking. But he comes in and he's totally different. He says, okay, what was going on? Did you have a bad day today? You know, and you tell him what happened and everything's cool. You know, that's grace. You know, it's you deserve to get a beating, <laughs> but you didn't. Right. So anyway, you know, that's, that's another way to look at it, too. The reason why we're not down the toilet now and just we're circling and, uh, there's still a chance, you know, there's still a chance that God would put a clog in that toilet <laughs> so yeah. that the water doesn't go down, you know. And uh, but it's it all has to do with us. So I, I frankly, knowing human nature, I don't think it, we have a chance. But, you know, with God, all things are possible. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. It's like uh, when you're speaking, I'm thinking about the COVID. The, the COVID, can you see my, <laughs> yeah. um, the lockdowns and all the laws, the bogus laws they put us through, mm-hmm. when you think about it, they didn't have the real authority to actually do what they did, not for the length of time they did. Mm-hmm. So why did, why did it happen? Because nobody pushed back. That's right. Nobody Nobody can. I mean, here, there, one or two, three or four, you know, you see him on the news at Tucker, you know, the, the, the guy with the gym and, and, and kudos to him. My hat goes off to him. He's a brave, brave man. Oh, yeah, he is. You know, you know and others, there's others, um, the churches and certain churches that stayed open. Uh, what's the guy down here? He's got a large church in Southern California. Oh, yeah. Um, an older guy, Baptist. um He's a Baptist. It's a Baptist church. John MacArthur. Yeah, he's got thousands in his church. And he's yeah. not, he shut down for the two-week, flatten the curve. He might even shut down for two more weeks, but he said, after May 1st, I'm opening up. Uh-huh. He did. And so, but besides him and a few others, most of Americans didn't really push back. We, we started to push back a little bit here in California with the recall for Gavin Newsom. So that that's a pushback. But yeah, good job, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And I just heard yeah. today in the news, the recall election is in September. Uh-huh. And I guess I didn't know this, but the way it works, it's one election. The part, the first part of the election is yes or no. Do you want Gavin Newsom as your governor? That's on the ballot, I guess. And then mm-hmm. so what happens is. No, if it gets a lot of no's, he's done that day. He's done. But on that same ballot, who do you want to be run for governor? Who do you want to be your governor? It'd be a, lot, a list of Democrats, independents, and, and Republicans. And so whoever gets the majority of that vote is governor Huh? that day. There's no primaries and all this stuff. It's one day. Wow. One day the governor's gone, and that, and that same day we'll have a new governor. Huh. Or they say, no, we want to keep him, then it's done. We got him right. another till his end of his term, which mm-hmm. is next year in 2022. So that's coming up in September. But 
that goes along with my point. We did push back here. I know there's states out there. There's red states. I know there's people who push back, but I mean pushback, like mm -hmm. pushback, pushback, like right. As and don't take me wrong. As bad as it was with the BLM and Antifa and all these guys rioting and destroying our businesses, especially here in California. Not that we should have done the same thing, but we should have been doing. We should have had the same pushback. I, mm -hmm. You know, fire, fire meets fire against fire. Right. Right. Instead, they use fire to burn our buildings. What do we do? We stay in our homes and watch Netflix and binge on Netflix. Yeah. Why our neighbors lost their businesses because they mm -hmm. couldn't open their doors for a year and a half. Right. And so, but we hopefully America's learned from that. If they try to lock us down again, we won't. And I think that's coming within the next 12 months. Right. I, I, I think, think you're it's right. Gonna, I think it'll happen before the next election cycle mm -hmm. because it's an election cycle. Right. Exactly. So, um, but if you push back by voting, uh, my vote doesn't matter. I used to think that it does mm -hmm. matter. Right. And uh, these Republican senators and congressmen are trying to change the laws in their states so there's no more cheating. That's right. why the Biden administration is getting involved in Arizona and different places because they are changing their laws and they're saying, mm -hmm. no, you can't do that. It's unconstitutional. And uh, it, you know what they're doing? You know how they're changing their laws? They're making people show their ID when they vote. Uh -huh. Wow, that's that's bad. That's that's so bad. You have to show your driver. They're making it a law. You have to show your driver's license in uh, Arizona in order to vote. Mm -hmm. The last election, you didn't have to do that. Anybody could. Right. They didn't check if you're legal or or not. You could vote. Uh -huh. it doesn't matter. You can come from another state and vote because nobody would know. Or another country. Yeah. But, but Biden is the Biden is all upset because they are trying to pass a law that make it where you have to have an ID to vote. Uh huh. It's it's horrible. Yeah. You know, it's just, <laughs> and so that's the kind of pushback. That kind of stuff I think is happening. And if the Lord doesn't come back in the next election cycle, we might have a chance because the the states that Trump won and then lost, which he did win, but mm -hmm. they cheated and took it from him. Um, they're changing those laws. It's in the news every day. Right. You know, so if those laws can be changed back to, they're not laws to like, that's what the Democrats, unless they can, you know what it comes down to? The, it comes down to a narrative that the Democrat narrative or philosophy is all about control and what we can do for you. You don't have to do anything. We will we'll take care of you, Dave. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't worry about your food because, you know, if you lose your job, it's okay because we'll give you uh, unemployment and you can make 50,000 a year on unemployment. You don't ever have to yeah. work again. The it's, government, God. Yeah, yeah, and that's happening down here. There's, there's people making 50 grand a year on unemployment down here. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's 25 bucks an hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unemployment. And that's uh -huh. why the unemployment rate is so high because nobody wants to go back to work. And so the, the Democrats tell you, we'll take care of you. We'll pay your bills. We'll do this, we'll do that. You're going to vote for it mm -hmm. because look, they're taking care of you. But they yeah. don't realize that once they pull you in like China's doing, we'll take care of you. We'll let you bring your businesses in here, Facebook and Target, Walmart. You can build as many stores in our country as you want. But you're making a deal with the devil. Yeah, that's right. You know, because, you know, America is so powerful because 
we have a great economic system. It's worked. It works. And there's 345 million now, I think, in this country. That's a right. huge consumer base. Mm-hmm. And up until, I can't remember what it was, I think it was Nixon that normalized ties with China. I think it was it Nixon was. when mm-hmm. he made the trip over there. I remember watching it on TV. From that point on, you could almost catch, yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> in the airplane, in the airplane, and this, he was being, Folks, if you're too old, or if you're, never mind, young. If you're watching this and you're younger, that's just just be patient with us. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? Oh, but China is um, it's they're like a crack dealer. The first one's free. They draw you in. They get you hooked on the drug. Yeah. And you've got to have that drug. But the thing is, the first high is always the best high, and the next highs aren't as good. So you keep going for that high. That's what's going on with Facebook and these companies. They, they, they. When they first got it, you got 1.4 billion consumers. We only have 345 million. It's uh-huh. about money. So China's economy is really, actually, in the last 20 years, has really gotten a lot better. They're, yeah, they're going to outdo us in the next few years. They're going to have a bigger economy than us, and with their population base. The, the limit is there's no limit. So um, you got 1.4 billion people to buy stuff and their economy is good and people are working there. Let's open a Starbucks. Let's open a Walmart. You'd mm-hmm. be crazy on, on a business angle not to do that. When you can go to China and make a $15 t-shirt for, tw- for you know 25 cents on the dollar yeah. Sell it back in America for fifteen to twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. You make it here, it costs you fifteen dollars to make a twenty dollar T shirt because of all the regulations and the taxes. Right. You don't there, there's no profit. Mm-hmm. That's why they're going there. The profit. But on the same time, they did they started that to bring goods back to sell them to us, but now what they're doing is not just to sell to us, it's to sell to the Chinese people. Mm-hmm. It started off for us, the cheap labor, to come back to America for the product. Now it's to send the product and keep it there and sell it. So they're opening stores everywhere. That's right. They're everywhere. And why would a communist country allow an American store? Why would they do that? During the Cold War, that never would have happened. Why would no, they do uh-uh. that? Because these companies are being paid billions of dollars by China to do it. Yep. We, we'll, we'll pay you a billion, um, let's say Walmart. Walmart, we'll give you a billion dollars to build 50 stores over here. Mm-hmm. You'll pay us? Yeah. Why would they do that? Because they'll control them. Yeah. Because now Walmart's been over there for decades, and they probably make more money in China than they do here. Yeah, and, and pretty, pretty soon they'll be, they'll be Chinese on the board. Right. And then there's going to be a Chinese CEO. Yeah. And it's going to be taken over by China. Right. Yeah. And so if Walmart all of a sudden gets a soul and says, you know, you guys are doing slave labor, you're actually taking Muslims and throwing them in concentration camps and killing them. You know, that's happening, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Muslims over there and Christians you, too. You don't yeah. stop that. We're pulling our stores out. Oh, go ahead. You want to pull your stores out? Fine. You, you're not going to get our money. Uh-huh. You're not going to, Walmart would go broke overnight. 
Yeah, that's right. So plus, plus they get all their stuff from China too. So yeah. all China has to say is, hey, we're not going to give you any of our products. You can walk through a Walmart and see the front door, the back door from the front door. <laughs> and you know, there's another uh, subject here that goes along with China. In the beginning of the pandemic, they talked about on the news that 95% of vaccine vaccines come from China. Uh huh. 95, I think it's almost 100%. It's like 98% of vaccines. Trump mentioned. You know what else comes from China? The chips for our phones and computers. Yeah, I know. They're the number yeah. one manufacturer. That I think it's 80 or 90 percent of the the chips that our phones and computers use come from China. Mm -hmm. And the raw material to make these chips comes from China. Yeah. And you know why it doesn't come from America? Do we have the raw material here? Yeah, we do. You know why we don't have it? Environmentalists. Yeah. Restrictions. You can't mm -hmm. mine. You can't cut a tree down. You can't drill for oil. You know, it, it, at least when uh, when Biden's in there, Obama and Trump led everything. It was awesome. But yeah. we have gold here. We have silver here. We have uh, plutonium. We have platinum. We have all this stuff here in our own mines. It's everywhere, especially in the West, in the Midwest, and mm -hmm. in the Dakotas and the Rockies. It's everywhere here. But sure. they can't mine for it because there's restrictions. And it costs so much to finally get it out of the ground that these companies spend more time to get it out of the ground and money than they do making a profit. So what do they yeah. do? These companies buy it from China because uh -huh. they're paying their guys 2 or $3 a day, and they don't care if they die. Well, you know, you talked about no. um, lumber prices a few weeks ago. Oh, my gosh. Um, and that there's a lumber shortage. Well, that's baloney because I come from lumber country here. Mm -hmm. And I was driving up from back home up from Harrisburg on 99 uh, West, no East. And uh, there's a train track right there. That train had 95 cars that were packed with two by fours, four by fours, you know, the whole nine yards. And they were heading south. I don't know where they were going. I, I'm probably thinking that some port where they're going to put them on a ship and send them to China. I'll be down right here, San Pedro. Yeah. So they're wow. sending all the wood over there. And then... Well, we had the toilet paper crisis. We couldn't find any. We had a pretty good stock anyway, but we were trying to get it for other people. <clears throat> Ended up getting it from <clears throat> from China on eBay. And, boy, if that's what they use, you can understand why there's a lot of grumpy people in China. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, the rolls are about that big and they're about that wide. And <laughs> it's like, <clears throat> but, you know, pine cone. Yeah. yeah, you can't build a house in this country because a two by four is twenty five dollars. But you can but China, you know, is taking all our we can give all our wood to China, you know? There's something it, wrong there. Well, you probably know this, but uh in the nineties I read an article uh before cell phones, it was in the newspaper <laughs> and uh that China had parked Floating mills off the coast of Oregon in Northern California, these huge, huge, massive ships just off the coast, like 10, 15 miles. And these mills, not all of them, but a lot of them, were sending the wood out there on barges to be made into lumber and then bringing back to America to be sold here. Because it was cheaper to have them milled on the ship than it was in their own yards. Because uh -huh. China was doing it so cheap. Right. And so that was in the 90s. I remember reading that. They were selling back our own lumber to us after they milled it. <laughs> you know, I, I just, just got to say this is 
I've said it before, stupid is what stupid does. The things that yeah. our country, our leaders do is just, it, it, it goes beyond common sense. It's not even, common sense is nowhere to be found. Yeah, exactly. Common sense is a, is a dying breed in, in politics. Mm-hmm. And that's why Trump was so great. The things he did, it wasn't that, that they were new ideas. They were just common sense. Right. Just right. use common sense. You're not going to, you're not going to uh, give us money to protect you. We're not going to protect you. Uh-huh. Um, we, we have, we have oil under the ground called shale oil, shale, where I'm taking the restrictions away and we're going to drill for it and we're going to be independent oil. And we were. Yeah. And so it was just common sense. It wasn't like he just did what anybody with common sense should have done. And he had the mm-hmm. means to do it, but everything and that and China is actually kind of one. I remember in um tell old was I mid seventies, uh, I don't want to tell you all right, but I was in high school and I grew up on a ranch, as you know, Dave, and I used yeah. to hang out with my uncle and he kind of raised me and mm-hmm. actually did raise me. Uh I mean a lot of stuff we did together. But back in the seventies and seventy five he was talking about how China was buying up property all over California. Yeah, exactly. He used to say the Chinese are buying stuff. Did you hear the Chinese bought 5,000 acres over here by Stockton, California, and the Modesto they bought? Because he knew farmers all over the valleys and ranchers. Right. And so he was always telling me, yeah, this sold and this sold and this was bought. And I'm like, really? I didn't think yeah. anything of it. You know, because in my little world, it didn't affect me. Right. But. I bet you China owns a third of California and we don't even know it. Probably. You know, yeah. so China knew and, and had to go off to them. They knew they couldn't beat us in a regular fight, physical military battle, at mm-hmm. least in the last up until a few years ago. I know they boast an army of 200 million. They've right. actually talked about that, that they can man 200 million men to make an army if they have to uh-huh. and that's in the scriptures you know revelation talks about that and so and they knew they couldn't beat us on the battlefield with all our technology so how they thought you know what we're going to do we're going to do it from the inside out mm-hmm. so they started in the late 60s early 70s buying land um chinese investors real estate investors they got into the stock market they started manipulating that and they started investing in America in businesses and homes and land. And then these same people, these these men and women that did this for the Chinese government, uh, were some of our neighbors. But we didn't know it. Hmm. And now these same people that started buying fixer-uppers, let's say, in California, now own billions and billions and billions of dollars of real estate. They use that wealth to lobby in Washington, D.C. to have influence Mm -hmm. and to get certain politicians they wanted into office. But it all started with property investments in the 60s and 70s, 70s and 80s and 90s was them investing into the political system. The 2000s was 9-11 in the beginning of the 2000s and now China's showing who they really are. Right. And this started years ago. They started in our neighborhoods. They started with real estate. They started in our schools and our universities. 
because mm-hmm. they knew they couldn't beat us on the battlefield. But yep. now, because of their money, and then they, on, on top of this, Dave, through all this time, they put people in universities like Berkeley. Um, I worked for Cal Berkeley as a carpenter in the 80s for just six months. I worked at the Lawrence Berkeley lab uh, where they, you know, where they split the atom. Mm-hmm. And even then there were Chinese students that were in the university working on projects for Berkeley lab mm-hmm. for assignments. So they've been stealing our technology for 40 years, 50 years. They bought property. They got into the, they got enough wealth here, uh, individuals, but being used by the Chinese Communist Party to build empires here to buy off politicians and put into office who they want. Mm-hmm. And I believe, without a doubt, that China was behind the whole hacking of our election. Oh, yeah, yeah. They That's were behind, right. they put Biden in there. They're all this Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia, Russia's powerful, but. It's always been a smokescreen. Russia is not, they're not, they're not us. We could mm-hmm. beat them in a war, no problem. Um, it's China. And I remember, uh, I'll let, stop, I remember reading, um, man, 15 years ago, that maybe longer, China took an island in the, in the sea uh, off their coast, and they, and they basically dug a hole in the side of this mountain and um, carved out like the hollow of a mountain, but at ocean level. And they made it a secret submarine base and oh. aircraft carriers. And they were building, 20 years ago, they were building aircraft carrier and submarines inside this mountain. Hmm. Uh, and to the, and their whole goal was is to dominate the oceans. And they knew the only way they can dominate an ocean is that they have a submarines and they have aircraft carrier. Right. And so uh, their military... I, I, it's massive, it's massive, and its technology is is I'm almost on par with ours, if yeah. not more. Well, in, my, in many cases, it is ours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, they're smart because they did this from years ago. They they couldn't beat us on the field, but now they can. Mm-hmm. Because they have amassed wealth, they used our technology, our money to build their military. Right. And yeah. we let them do it, and. And the politicians that did this should be court-martialed or put in prison for treason and hung. Yeah, executed. Because they yeah. America. And now, because of that, people are going to die unless mm-hmm. uh, God stops it. Right. Right. Well, if it does come down to that, all we can hope is that their their people will be the ones that right. get it first. You know. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's uncanny, you know. The Russians were really guilty of that. They, they would steal our stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, but uh, the Chinese were a little more con- uh, covert in doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, when you look at a Russian plane and it looks just like an American F-15. It does. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to be suspicious. <clears throat> and you look at their uh, the largest air uh, cargo airplane they have looks just like a C-5, but bigger. Yeah. You know. So, uh, you know, it, it doesn't take a brainiac to figure they've been stealing our stuff all these years. But the the the, the big problem is that um, is the people that. Oh, I got to look something up. Is this it's the people that give them the secrets, you know, or allow them to have it or turn the other way when they're taking it? Um, 
yeah, like you said, those are the ones that are, are the problem. And um, nowadays it's the politicians, you know, it's, you know, and, they, and we got somebody right at the top now that's, that's in, in uh, cahoots with them, you know, and uh, what they got to worry about right now is uh, Biden's mind is failing more and more yeah, every day. Mm-hmm. And Kamala Harris is not presidential material. Uh, she's a serial liar. If the Liars Club had a president, she could be the president of that. Mm-hmm. But um, so right now they got to worry about her. You know, either that or she'd be easier to manipulate. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I just I, I kind of. Oh, I got to tell you, um. I uh, read a an article today, and it was um, about this woman who's got this new book out. I can't remember the name of the book, but it's uh, it's basically talking about QAnon, mm-hmm. basically saying that QAnon is nothing but a bunch of uh, racists. Of course, you know. Right. And uh, I remember the first QAnon post that, or move or video that came out. It was the um, the storm, I think. And they're saying that uh, when, when QAnon shows pictures, it's only of white people, white people suffering, you know, and stuff. But I remember that video that they showed and there was they showed black people, they showed Asians and everything else. So it's but see, they have to demonize Q because and believe me, I when it comes to Q, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, standing on the sidelines watching, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big Q file, but um, so they're trying to demonize QAnon now because they know that QAnon was was totally for Trump. And if you can demonize everybody that was for Trump, you can demonize Trump. And which they've been trying to do for many years now. Yeah. But um, it was really sick, this article. And I I hope this woman's book just tanks. I really do. Um, Because there's a lot of good people that, that are Q people, you know. And if Q is a real thing or not, you know, that's that's between them and, and God or them and Q, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't see it as a racist organization. No. Of course, I'm a white guy saying that, so who's going to listen yeah. to me? But um, it's and, – and, you know, there's a bunch of people. And, and one of the things that they were very angry about, this woman in her book, was that a lot of blacks are starting to join the Q movement. And so that the liberals are starting to see their, their – um, they're cute. They're uh, they're slaves, basically, because that's what a lot of black people are to the liberals. Yeah. You know, you will feed you. You vote for us. You know, um, you're starting to see some of their base, black base starting to disappear and go away and start to follow. Start to actually, you know, I don't want to say that, but acting in a conservative manner uh, in love of this country. Let's put it that way. Right. Um, not, not all blacks are to be characterized like Black Lives Matter. You know, um, most blacks aren't supposed to be characterized as Black Lives Matter. But uh, so that's another thing that they're doing um, with this. OK, you got the BLM, you got Antifa. Those are both domestic groups funded by foreign groups. But they're separating people. And there is the typical divide and conquer maneuver. You know, get the blacks fighting against the whites, get the whites fighting against the Latinos, get everybody fighting against each other. There's no cohesion where there's no cohesion. You can come in because there's confusion. You can come in and take everything over. 
You know, yeah. all you got to all you got to do is keep the people arguing with one another and fighting one another. And then you come in and then you tell them to stop doing that. And, you know, if you're doing it at, with a gun pointed at them, they're going to stop doing it. Yeah. But uh, so that's another thing that, you know, and when it comes to the military, I don't know, because, you know, from that article I read, it said that the military is basically on Biden's side. Um, back in the 70s, late 70s, I remember they asked a question of, um, of military personnel. Might have been Marines. I'm not sure would you fire against the United States citizens? And it was like 98% said no. And a few years later, they conducted the same question, asked the same question, and it had gone down to about 95. And then they waited a few years and asked the same question. It had gone down even further. And now I think it's something like 64% said they would not fire on, on American citizens. It's getting lower and lower. Um, I worked or I went to school with a, a young lady who was in the Air National Guard up in Portland. And I decided to ask her one day, I says, you know, if a push came to shove, would you fire on, on American citizens? And first of all, she had to stop and think about it. That that bothered me a lot. But then she says, well, if they weren't, if they were breaking the law, I suppose I would. And I'm like, oh, this this is dangerous. You know, because the laws is it exists is the law, but all they got to do is sit, write a law that, um, well, conservatives are are traitors and they need to be killed, and that's a new law, and so she's got to obey that law, right, by her own philosophy. So the law, what the law is, is going to dictate her actions instead of what what is right dictating her actions. Mm-hmm. You know. Back in the 70s, they, they spoke their mind and they meant it because they knew that firing on your own citizenry is wrong. It's dead wrong. No pun intended. And, you know, so they, they, they spoke out, you know, and, and said that. But nowadays, it's like nobody knows what they, they would do. Yeah. You know, so if, uh, if I was in, in, uh, in the National Guard right now and they, and they ordered me to fire on my own citizens, I'd throw my gun down. <laughs> Yeah. You know, because I think, you know, in, in essence, what they're doing is asking me to fire at my own family. Yeah. You know, and um, that's not a good thing. You know, no. so it's it's so I, when they say that the military is on Biden's side, I'm, it makes me wonder, you know, given those numbers. Yeah. Um, I know that there's some generals that are scoundrels and probably are not on um, not on a good side, but. From what I understood that with um, the QAnon thing is that the military leaders asked Trump to run, you know, because it was their plan to, instead of performing a coup, it was their plan for um, a patriotic American to get into office and then for them to follow him, his orders, basically, because then they wouldn't be performing a coup. (laughs) You know, they'd be acting on the the, uh, orders of the president, who's the commander in chief of the armed forces. And um, I'm surprised it didn't happen while he was office, in office. And then I, I thought, well, maybe when he gets out of office or it starts his second term, maybe they knew that. Maybe they knew he was going to do that when he started his second term. And that's why this big push was to, to throw the election to Biden. You know, um, it's quite possible that they knew what the plans were. And they figured, well, if he's not president, he can't do that anymore. Right. So. 
anyway, it's 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 a lot of speculation and and uh, guessing, but maybe it's maybe that's what happened, you know. And <clears throat> excuse me. So, um, so we've talked about the government officials. We've talked about now. What about your everyday Tom, Vic, Harry, Mary, Joe, Betsy? <laughs> uh, you know the uh, the liberal that votes. Or let's just say the person. Let's leave the liberal out of that. The person that votes Democratic or, or leftist, um, they're a danger too, wouldn't you say? I don't want people to go out and hunt their leftist neighbors. Don't do that. It's stupid. But, you know, because there there are increasingly more liberals, or excuse me, I said it again. Well, let's say leftists. Leftists that are, are starting to get guns and learn how to shoot. Um because they realize that they have a lot of conservatives out there that can do that and they'd be sitting ducks if a, if a war or a civil war ever broke out. Um, so there's a lot more leftists that are out there learning how to use firearms and stuff like that. So um, there is a possibility that, you know, your more ardent uh, liberal or conservative, excuse me, yeah. it's hard not to use that term, would, would, um, would take up arms against the other citizens of this country. So I'm not in for gun control and, you know, but um, I think it, if any, if it ever does become hot, that that's another element that we're going to have to worry about because maybe you have to worry about them now because they're, they've got the potential, you know, that your, your everyday conservative thinks about things before they do it. Like I said, they think with their intellect instead of their heart. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the conservatives vote with, I you know, think, with their emotions all the time. Um, so making a bad decision by thinking with your emotion is, is a lot easier than making a bad decision after thinking things out. You know, um, mm-hmm. if, if somebody ticked me, if my neighbor ticked me off to the point where I was so angry I think I would go for a walk the other direction and think about things, you know, why, why am I mad? Is it my fault? You know, did I say something to take them off? Is he, did he have a fight with his wife yesterday? Um, Mm -hmm. Did he have a bad day at work, which made him a real jerk, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, things like that. Instead of going, you offended me. You know, Um, And if you look at, uh, most of the uh, killers that go out there and, and kill people, uh, you know, with uh, semi-automatic weapons, um, they're all liberals. They're all, well, let's say leftists. They were brought up in leftist households. And uh, and that's a fact, too. Uh, it's, it's not a contrivance. It's a fact. And uh, so if a, if a leftist can do that, that typically doesn't like guns and... Um, it was basically brought up in a pacifist house with a lot of hate uh, towards, you know, the conservative um, conservative population. Um, I would I would rather have five conservatives mad at me that have guns than one conservative than one leftist mad at me that has a gun. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. it's just. Uh, so that that's a danger right there too, and you know, of course, the politicians are the the mayors, the governors of the blue states, and stuff like that. They are too, 
uh, because they have the power to sell us down the drain, you know, and they seem to be acquiring more right. power every day. But, um, you know, the, the, the guy that doesn't have any power but has a has a weapon and doesn't think with his intellect but thinks with his emotion is a dangerous person, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, you know, That's not only do we... Not only do we have to think about the the, the president, uh, the congressmen, the senators that are leftists, um, then we go down to the governors and then the mayors and city councils. That city council in Eugene, I swear, they, they, they all should be locked up in Oregon State Hospital. Um, some of the decisions that they make are totally weird, man. They're, you know, um, I, I, I thought we lived in a democracy until I lived there. Um, what was it? Remember that train thing that they wanted to put in town? I can't remember yeah. what the name of it was. To go down West 11th. Yeah, and it does yeah. now. Um, but you know, I, I saw these signs in Eugene says, "Vote on this issue. Vote on this." I'm like, okay, so we'll vote on the issue. And then it was explained to me that uh, we weren't going to get to vote on that issue. That it was going to get ramrodded through the city council, and that it was going to just happen. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> So the the city council in Eugene turned into a more of a of a um, proletariat city council than right. uh, than, any, than anything else, and uh, and then you see it in Oregon. You know, you got the governor uh, making emergency orders and and locking the state down. She has no authority to do that. That's to go through the legislature, but she did it and she got away with it because there's more legislators that are democratic and the judges are all democratic and you know in the supreme court here so you know they can get away with anything they want to they my dad always told me that be careful when the when all three offices of the of the uh, federal government or all excuse me two offices the legislative and uh and uh an executive are all one party because then they become dangerous you know and i'm talking about um republicans too because i you know uh, Republicans are beyond becoming dangerous. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. it, it's it's more rare than when Democrats do it. But um, you know, you could use probably use McCarthy as an example back in the fifties. You know, everybody was afraid that they were going to get labeled a communist. The thing is that most of them were, <laughs> but they made McCarthy look bad. Yeah. And, you know, he's know. judging us and stuff like that. So. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's what we got right now. We uh, fortunately they can't really get anything done in Congress or the Senate because there's not that much of a majority, which you know, thank the Lord that that's the case. Yeah. You all of a sudden got really blurry, Brian. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Your you old did, pixel. You did earlier too. Oh, earlier really? Your screen froze. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. About 10 minutes ago, your screen froze for just a few seconds. So. Oh, okay. It's a bandwidth thing then. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead, Brian. I'm, I'm done. Oh, no, no. I just want to piggyback on what you're saying because um, you're talking about a civil war. Yeah. That's really what we're talking about here, a civil war. And I heard a guy on the radio, um, was it today or yesterday, local guy, conservative, talk show and we and i've heard this before and you have to the america's changing uh, demographically mm-hmm. it's um because of covid and the lockdowns people are moving 
people who want freedom are moving to the red states. Right. And so those states are going to stay red longer because there's more people moving there that are, have those same ideals. Now, there, there's going to be, you know, liberals moving there, too, but I don't think in the masses because liberals seem don't seem don't to have a problem with lockdowns here. Yeah, you know, exactly. The left, they're, they're like they think Gavin Newsom's their he's their hero. He's saved right. the day, you know, but to conservatives, he's he's like Hitler here. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's. I mean, I don't know how many thousands of businesses. I can't remember what it was in the number. Thirty or forty percent of the businesses in L.A. County have closed. Wow. So you know, it, I mean, maybe it's thirty percent. It's a lot. It's a lot. And um, I don't know if it's that high, but it's it's extremely high. Mm-hmm. So so if liberal people get guns or leftists. Conservatives have guns. I think, well, put it this way. I think 70%, I think it's higher, but I think 65 to 70% of our country is more conservative on the conservative side than the liberal side. It's just that the liberals vote more in the elections. And most of the liberals are concentrated on the coast, east and west coast. Mm -hmm. A lot of the conservatives are in the interior of the country. Right. So that's why we have what we have because these large cities are controlling the country, New York, uh-huh. Chicago, California, you know, Portland. And because a lot of the people live there are liberal or, or left leaning. Mm-hmm. And so, but because of COVID, um, and not, it's not actually because of the disease. It's because of what they did, did for the lockdowns, the laws they put in conservatives are moving to Idaho, Florida, Texas, you know, I heard a guy today talking about he moved to Texas. He's a radio host, and he moved there a while ago and said, he goes, I didn't even have a job, and I moved because I couldn't do it anymore. He left right. without a job, going to going to get a job. And he said, you know what? God took care of me. He goes, it was rough, but I made it, and now I'm here, and I'm glad I'm here. Uh-huh. So, um, with a, like you said, the conservative person most of the time will think about what they're going to do before they do it. Right. You're right. See, we believe in principles and rules and laws. Right. They believe in what feels good is right. And just writing the laws as they go along. Yeah. Remember the whole thing? If it feels good, just do it. No big uh-huh. deal. It's not going to hurt anybody as long as you feel good. Just do it. Right. Well, there's consequences to that in life. Relativism. You know? Yeah. Right. And so uh-huh. a lot of liberals think that way. You know, mm-hmm. that's why they're for abortion. It's not hurting anybody else. It's my decision. But right. it is. It's hurting your family tree for generations. Right. You know, it's it's killing society. It's 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 not good. And mm-hmm. so the liberals or the left with guns, they, they get them for protection, but they're afraid of them. Right. They get them. They have them but they're afraid of them and afraid to use them only if they have to. Mm-hmm. More conservative thinking, is this is my own opinion, we're not afraid of a gun. We don't think it's evil. It's a it's a tool to protect ourselves that God has given us the ability to use. And uh-huh. It's our legal right. It's the Second Amendment right to protect right. our families. And I think a lot of these liberals that are getting guns now live in these liberal cities where they've been burning them last time. Mm-hmm. So they're not just getting them, I think, to protect themselves from conservatives. 
they're getting them to protect themselves, to protect their homes from being looted by the out-of-sight out of crime rate that's happening in these liberal cities. And instead of leaving the city, they want to stay where they are because they like the way the politics is, so they want to protect themselves Right. stay. So you have that aspect going on. And um, I think in uh, three to five years, probably sooner, there's going to be a huge demographic change of population. It's going on right now. Yeah. I can't remember what the numbers were. What was it? Uh, in the first six months of this year, three or 400,000 people moved out of state. Uh-huh. And think about 400,000 people. A city of 400,000 moved out of California in the last right. four or five months. That's, a lot. That's like Sacramento leaving. <laughs> yeah. In the uh -huh. last few months. Yeah. So, and I, I read today an article, it was yesterday, 40% of the residents in San Francisco are moving out. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that article too. Yeah. 40% so to stay, okay, just go up, you know, just make mm -hmm. half the cities move out. Yeah, you know what exactly. Happens? You don't have the tax base to pay firefighters and you don't have tax base to keep up the streets. The city, uh, the, I, you know, I've been there many times. You know, I know you have. It's a beautiful place to go and have fun. But mm -hmm. who's going to want to go there? Who's going to want to have a business there? Nobody. Um, these liberal cities are shooting themselves in the foot by defunding the police and doing all these things. And the very people that voted them in to do these things, these liberals, voters are leaving the city, cities. Right. And they're going to other liberal cities that aren't as whacked out because they still want the policies of being a liberal. They don't want to go where a state where it's legal to carry a gun on your side going into Starbucks. It scares them. Right, right. So they want to go to a city where they still have those liberal laws where you're not allowed to carry a gun. That makes them feel safer, mm -hmm. even though they might want to have one in their trunk. They're not going to – they don't want to have to deal with somebody in Starbucks with a sidearm. Yeah. You know, like Texas, you know, or, or Idaho or Montana, places like that. So mm – -hmm. um, there's a huge change. You know, we talk about China, but we ever if you put took China out of the picture, you took Russia out of the picture, we have our own problems. Yeah. Internally. Right. And and um, um, Rome, you talked about Rome, I think, earlier. Yeah. Rome with Caesar never got never got defeated by an army. It fell apart from the inside. Yes, it, it got did. too big. They didn't have enough military to, to bring enough they couldn't they just got too big. They couldn't mm -hmm. keep it together, and it fell apart internally. And uh, you know, you know that thing: a country divided against itself cannot stand. Right. Right. And this is what the Democrats have been doing for decades: dividing, dividing, dividing. There's nothing about their agenda that wants to come together to keep us together. It's always exactly division. right. Yeah. And you can tell a person that's lying when they change the subject about the very thing you say they're lying about. Mm -hmm. They deflect, it's, and that's all they do. If you ever listen to a Democrat or a leftist on Hannity or any of these programs or on the radio, just listen to what they say. They never give an argument why they're doing what they're doing. They focus and deflect back mm -hmm. on you. Right. They're, watching the Democrats like on Hannity or Tucker is like watching two teenagers argue in a schoolyard. Mm-hmm. 
well, your dad did this and your dad did that. Well, I would have done this if you wouldn't have done that. And it's just, it's just, you know, and or um, I saw you, you know, with my girlfriend. Oh, that wasn't, no, that was her sister. <laughs> well, that was my girlfriend. Well, we're just friends. Well, I saw you uh -huh. kissing her. Well, no, no, it was just, you know, we're just, I was just saying goodbye. And, uh -huh. and uh, well, and then they, then they go. Well, look what you're doing. You're out uh, doing. You're doing this, and you're. And so they start deflecting, and you, you catch them in the very act of the very thing that they accuse you of doing. You catch them, right. and instead of saying you caught me, I'm really sorry. You're right. You know, they don't do that. They put it, mm -hmm. deflect it, and throw it. In, and they did that to Trump. They, it's actually, it's laughable. And I've and I've heard Rush Limbaugh talk about this. Democrats have nothing new. Nothing is new that they do. It's the right. same old, same old. Exactly. He goes, the Democrat politician yep. from the 40s and 50s is the same as the one in 2021. It's the exact same playbook. You get back him in a quarter, you're racist. You're homophobic. Um, you're you're for the big corporations. You want to race, you know, this, this, and that. The rich. The little, yeah. Yeah. The Democrats have always said, I'm for the little, I'm for the hardworking man, I'm for the little people. But they're the very ones that are passing the laws that are hurting the little people. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, hello, people. Who started the Ku Klux Klan? Hello? The Democrats. Yeah. The Democrats. Um, Abraham Lincoln had to deal with them. They didn't want to abolish slavery. I just want to tell people out there, if you look at history, the Republicans under um, Abraham Lincoln wanted to abolish slavery because biblically Abraham Lincoln was a believer. He was a godly man mm -hmm. and he knew the Bible and he knew it was wrong. He knew slavery was wrong. That was his motivating factor was the scriptures and his heart belief growing up that all men were created equal and this is wrong. Right. And he came to the Democrats of the Senate and the House said, we need to change this law. We need to make it where it's, it's, it's illegal to own slaves. They said, no way. You know why? Because half of them had slaves. Yeah, And exactly. even some of the Republicans, and they had slaves. And so tell me that the Republicans are bigots, and if you're white, you're racist. That was the whole the Civil War was about. Mm -hmm. It was freeing America That's from slavery. Right. And the states, the states in the South wanted to break away. Dave, you know this. The reason the states didn't want to break, wanted to break away is because they didn't want to abolish slavery. Yeah. And they and, states and, rights. And Lincoln says, "You need you, you need to stop this." And we're not. And he said, uh, paraphrasing, "We're not going to let you break away if you we're going to fight you rather than you break from us." Right. Because we're not going to break this union. So either with mm -hmm. us and you stop slavery, or we're going to make you stop slavery. Right. That's what happened. That's when you had brothers fighting against brothers and dads against sons, and it's horrible. Horrible war, but um, this whole thing that the Democrats have done in the last 18 months, and they've done this for decades, but they heated up. And the reason they heated this up, they knew they couldn't beat Trump. They knew it. After he won that election, they knew they're excuse me, they're screwed. They could not beat beat him. They right. couldn't beat him. So what do we got to do? And this is before COVID. We got to divide the country. We got to make it about race and sexuality. We got to mm -hmm. make it about gender neutral. We got to do this. We got to do that. And we got to pound it into the media and pound it into these, these people that white people are racist, that Trump supporters are racist because they carry guns and they love the Bible. And 
That's exactly what they did, and that didn't really work. I think about a year before the election happened, they realized they couldn't separate Trump supporters from Trump by race, right. by economics, and more and more African Americans and, and different ethnic groups were coming on board with the Trump rallies. You know, mm -hmm. it, was, it was a mixed rally. He got one of the highest uh, voter turnouts for Latinos, the highest for blacks, and they realized, I think this was about a year before, because I remember watching the news thinking to myself this, we, we're not going to win. That's when he decided to steal the elections. Right. Because I remember on the news, I even heard back then, a year before, different Democrat leaders going to different states trying to change the laws way back then. Mm -hmm. And nobody thought anything of it. Ah, you know? And they, they can't win a fair fight. They have to cheat. Right. And they, if they can't cheat, and then they try to divide the other camp. And they try to... Um, uh, what's the word? Stereotype you. You're racist. You're this. You're that with uh -huh. no proof. And folks, whoever's listening and watching, there's no color with God. That's All right. men are created equal. It says in Revelation chapter four, and I said this earlier, all every nation, every tribe, every tongue, every ethnic group that was ever born and ever will be is standing before his throne. And the That's only right. thing they're worried about is falling down and worshiping God and casting mm -hmm. their crowns before his feet. There's no racial wars. There's no colorblind. There's, there's none. There's, there's, there's colorblindness. I mean, there's no, there's no black and white and there's, there's, it's just God. It's just him. Exactly. And we're worshiping him. Jesus died for every nation. That's right. You know, he knew, he knew we were sinners yet. He died for us. Mm -hmm. And so, the Democrats, it's evil what they're doing. It's demonic what they're doing. Yeah. They're separating people by color and by race and by economics. Because why are they doing it? Because everything they believe and want to do, most people would never go along with it. And they know it. Mm -hmm. So they fake these elections, uh, steal these elections. They lie about people. They destroy people's careers and, and, and just destroy people. Um, it's just it's what they did with Trump and his family, but it doesn't matter to them. As long as they can get the power and get the money, then they can get in and change the very things they wanted to change anyway that you wouldn't vote for. Because mm -hmm. like you said, Dave, it didn't go through the Eugene, it didn't go to the Eugene citizens. They just pushed it through. Right. And that's what the Democrats want to do. Believe me, if the Democrats had more three or four senators and congressmen on their side with the majority, we'd be in deep trouble right now. Yeah, that's and right. And that's why they want to pack the Supreme Court, because the Supreme Court, if you've been keeping keep watch on them, they've been shooting down stuff for the last two months. Uh -huh. and, uh, the Democrats have been trying to go after Trump and go after these different states, and it's, the Supreme Court has been shooting them down. Yeah, that's and right. So it's just, it's coming down that about they want power, they want to sell out America, if China takes over, which it will probably sometime in the future, they want to be part of that. They want to be in the power base of that, and they, they want to protect themselves and their families and their money. And they don't give, they don't give, they don't care about us at all. And there's Republicans the same way. Right. They don't care. Yeah. 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 But you know what? In the end, I'm reminded of the story of Haman in Scripture. 
You know, he was bent on killing all the Jews. And it yeah. turned around there where he's the one that hung. So even if it doesn't happen in this world, it'll happen in, in the next life where they'll, yeah, you know, but hopefully it'll happen in this life so that people will see there is some kind of justice left. But um, I think there is. Yeah. I think there's still time. There's still time. We're still here. There's still time. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that appeal to people that people saw in Trump that they liked that he was willing to take on the swamp and to drain it and to remove all the swamp creatures that were in there, mm-hmm. you know, and I yeah. mean, remove them for good. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of cryptic things when he spoke, you know, there was things yeah. that he was conveying to people that if you were wise, he picked it up. But, yeah. um, you know, he just wanted to drain that swamp, get all the corrupt politicians out of there. But that would present a problem because that would that would like get rid of three quarters of the politicians that are in Washington. <laughs> you know, you know you'd have to have like mass mass uh, elections all over again just to to get a new electorate in there. But yeah. Um, yeah, so a lot of people saw that. A lot of people hoped that it would happen and it never happened. I think a lot of people were disappointed about that. And then when they started talking about him coming back, you know, and, and seizing the government. Uh, with the help of the military, a lot of people were into that. I'm still hoping that that happens. Yeah, me too. But, um, you know, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but I hope that it happens. And uh, But each day that goes by, we get we go farther and farther along without it happening. And the other side kind of cements himself in. You know, years ago, I read a book on evolution. Um, it was a creationist book on evolution. And it had a neat illustration in it. And I wish I had it on me. I'd like to show it. But... It had two castles, and each castle had its little balloons, and each balloon was like, uh, uh, like it was um, creationist and it was evolutionist. And the evolutionists had, you know, all these different balloons with some of their causes on it, and yeah. so did the. And so the um, the the I will keep on saying conservatives. Um, the uh, the creationists were shooting at the balloons. To pop the balloons, but the creation, um, the um, evolutionists were shooting at the foundation of the uh, the castle. Yeah, uh, you know, which means that they were going after the foundation of Christianity, while while Christianity was just going at the issues of evolution, instead of going to the crux of the issue right. and, and trying to destroy their foundation too. Right, and that's basically what's happened. You know, we 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 go for the yes, peripheral stuff, but not straight on. You know, it's 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 terrible. It really is. And it's it's not just yeah. that way in that camp, too. It's that way in the political camp. You know, it's uh, I think Trump was doing it really well. He was trying to expose the Democrats for what they were, you know, uh, yeah, uh, he did. child molesters and, and everything else. And he that's the way it should have been all along. They should have been attacking the foundations of the Democratic Party. KKK, they started the KKK. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnson started yeah, the New right. Society, which again put the yeah. black people in sl- economic slavery this time. And um, right. so instead of going after the foundations, everybody's just shooting at the you know the individuals and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it gets nowhere. You got to go. At, you got to go for the throat. You know, a tiger or a mountain lion when it attacks, it goes for your throat because it knows when it tears your veins out, your arteries out of your neck, you're dead. 
You know, it doesn't sit there and bite your shoulder and then bite your buttocks or <laughs> your legs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, it goes after what what sustains your life. And that's what we need to do to the to the liberals, the Democrats, the the progressives or whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, go after their character, go after um, the things they've done in the past and just make them look really show the wickedness that they are. You know, if if they were involved in pedophilia, that should have been revealed, you know, because I think they had enough evidence to show without a shadow of a doubt that these guys were, Mm -hmm. you know, but instead they, you know, okay, they arrested Epstein. He died, you know, Uh, they went after Podesta a little bit and but not enough. You know, everybody knows how, how would you win a war if you fought like that? You know, you, you go in and shoot a few guys and run away. You know, it's like Monty Python, a track, and run away, run away. <laughs> you know, that's not the way to win a war, successfully anyway. And, you know, you got to go for the jugular. You got to go all the way and just kind of like we went into Iraq when we went in there. Took no prisoners. Well, I'm sorry, we did take prisoners, but you know what I mean? We went in almost like a blitzkrieg um, until we got Saddam Hussein. You know, it was non-let up. Um they didn't let up one bit with the bombing, with the with the tanks or anything else. They just went in there and just took the whole country right over in a matter of days. You know, and that's what needs to happen right. with with um, uh, these leftists and stuff like that. Don't go after the fact that he didn't pay his taxes 20 years ago. Go after the fact that, you know, he supports pedophilia. And that could be your daughter, yeah. you know. That's what needs to be said. It could be yeah. your daughter next, you know, or your son, as the case yeah. may be, you know, mm-hmm. and you got to make it personal to where the American people can feel that it hits them, you know, and just accusing right. somebody of something doesn't do it. You know, it's you got to you got to go for the gusto, so to speak. And and until that happens, you know, nothing is ever going to happen, <laughs> so to no. speak, you know, Brian, we're coming up on our time. Believe it or not, oh, it's oh been two God. hours. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> well, I got the gift of gab. So. Yeah, don't we all? <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, it was a good so, night. Yeah, it was a good night. It was a good night, and you know we got to spend another Fourth of July free, which was nice. Yeah. And hopefully next year will be the same way, and the year after that, and year after that. So this gives us something to pray for, and um, yeah, and. Uh, audience we, we really appreciate you sure um, yeah man goodness and rumble i think we got almost three thousand followers wow uh, yeah real wow. close to three thousand and and on um on speaker we have a whole bunch of people too i saw so, that you sent them yeah yeah so it's cool it's, it really is and yeah i think it's when you don't try i've seen people try stuff before and they end up failing. But when you just come and say, well, I'm just going to do this. I mean, people listen. Great. If not great, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, I feel comfortable. I don't feel pressured to get on here. I don't feel like we have to have a subject matter. You know, a lot of times, well, not, you know, you and I usually have a subject matter, but when did in the past, we just get together and then bam, you know, we were given a subject to talk about. <laughs> so mm-hmm, that's right. Um, yeah. So that's a good thing. But, um, that's very good. Yeah. Yeah. 
folks, I know I've been putting a lot of videos on there and, and uh, you know, I put them on as I feel the, the need to do it. And it's just like last week I had really felt the need to do it. So, um, you know, I'm hoping I'm not saturating people with videos but um, and audios. But uh, I just feel it needs to be done and I'll do it. But I really relish our Monday nights because, you know, when you're doing a show by yourself, at, by the time it's over, it's really a labor, you know. But when you share it with somebody, you know, it, it kind of really balances it out nice, yeah. you know. And So I appreciate you, I Brian, and your, your scriptural knowledge is amazing. It really is. I enjoy the shows, and I'm taking more for the week right now. Nearly do one, but maybe when things slow down a little bit, we can I can do an extra show a week. Oh yeah, Great. yeah. When when the good Lord wills, it'll happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so. there's a lot going on every day, and the shows that you do I think is good because the news cycle is changing every day. Right. It, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. just with COVID, mm -hmm. you could do vaccines almost every day because something every day about vaccines comes out that we never knew before. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so just that, you know, so um, I'm, I'm glad you're doing them. You know, I can't do them with you sometimes, obviously, because I, I work. And, but I'm well, our situations are totally different. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we need the information out there is what I'm saying. And I'm glad yeah. you're doing it because it, mm -hmm. it needs to be out there. People need to know. Well, yeah. like I said in one of the last shows that I did, it used to be like in the 80s. You didn't have yeah. all this stuff going on. So you could talk about major cults. You could talk about, you know, you'd have all the craziness going on in the church. It probably was going on, but you didn't see it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then, um, you know, all the craziness in the world and stuff. I mean, we had like one enemy, the Soviet Union. So, you know, the threat of a nuclear war was about the worst thing that we had to worry about. That never happened. But nowadays, like you said, every day it's something new. And I talked about every that, day. you know, I was like, you got to keep up with it. I got to, you know, or else it'll fall by the wayside. And, um, yeah. but uh, we catch yeah. up a lot on Monday nights. It's really good. I like yeah, it on we, Monday yeah, we nights. Do. We do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've talked about four or five different subjects tonight, at least, you know. Yeah. So I just thought of another one, but I'll talk to you about it off air. Cause maybe okay. Week. So, All right. That sounds good. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> folks, with that, yeah. With that in mind, we we apologize for any um, technical difficulties we may have had. Uh, those aren't our fault, but we apologize for them anyway. Um, and we just thank you for putting up with that. I know what it's like trying to hear choppy sounds or you know faces freezing and stuff like that. But um, you know, it's it's just a. Um, I can't think of the phrase right now. It's just something that happens yeah. at, with our current technology. So um, thank you for being a great audience. We really appreciate it. We love you guys. And, uh, well, until next week or sooner, we just uh, hope that you all have a wonderful week. And, um, and we pray for you and, and hope that the Lord grants you the best that he has for you in all things. And that he gives you everything you need. And then maybe some of the things you want. Needs are more important than wants. So especially nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Oh well, folks, good night. Good night, Brian. Good night, Dave.